Hey, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Learn Everyday English podcast, your roadway to English proficiency. You've come to the right place to improve your listening comprehension skills and mastery of the English language. Hey, my name is Gary. I will be your host today. I'm a native English speaker born and raised in the United States and a retired engineer living in a small Texas town about one hour north of Houston. I'm also a language learner like you, studying Spanish for about four years, so I know what it is like to learn a new and different language. So now, let's jump right in to today's episode. Yeehaw! Howdy, y'all! This is greetings from Texas. Hopefully uh, you're all doing okay today. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Learn Everyday English podcast. Glad Glad to have you with me. And again, my name is Gary. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about phrasal verbs. Hey, but before we get started, I want to remind you, you can follow me at my webpage. Just go to www.learneverydayenglish.com and you can find links to all the podcasts and listen to them directly from the webpage. You can also find a link to the Learn Everyday English YouTube channel where you can find interesting and engaging videos to practice your listening comprehension and improve your English skills. And also, you can find a link that will take you to the podcast resources page where you can download a copy of the program notes and follow along with me so you don't have to write everything down. Well, I think that's it for now. Hey, let's jump right in to today's episode. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Learn Everyday English podcast. We're continuing our series on English phrasal verbs. Again, I found uh, these phrasal verbs on a site called Grammarly.com, so I need to give them some uh, props, we say, or just recognize them from where I got this information from. This Grammarly.com is a blog about common phrasal verbs. So we're just going to continue And the first phrasal verb we're going to talk about is to put up with. To put up with means to tolerate something or condone something. Or it can also mean to bear or endure something. And maybe you need to look up some of those words in the dictionary to put up with. Let me give you an example sentence first. It says, Bob is always so negative. I hate having to put up with his attitude. Bob is always so negative. I hate having to put up with his attitude. I hate having to deal with his attitude, tolerate his attitude, maybe to endure his attitude. Here's a second example sentence. I have to put up with this job for two more years and then I can retire. I have to put up with this job for two more years and then I can retire. That means I have to just bear this job, endure this job for two more years just to go through this job for two more years. Usually this means something that you do not like or enjoy doing. I have to put up with it and then in two years I can then retire. The next phrasal verb is to run out of, to run out of, which means to exhaust the amount of something or to use up something. For example, you can say, hey, we ran out of milk. 
Can you run to the store and get some more? We ran out of milk. Can you run to the store and get some more? So we ran out of milk, which means that we have no more milk. We used up or we drank all the milk. And then can you run to the store is a common expression. It doesn't mean that you can physically run, but it means can you go to the store? Usually can you get in your car, go to the store, buy the milk and come back? So that means can you run to the store? The next example sentence with, with to run out of is this. We ran out of gas coming home from the baseball game last night. We ran out of gas coming home from the baseball game last night. That means our car uh, didn't have enough gas and the car stopped running because of that. The next phrasal verb is to see to something or to see to see to it, to see to or to see to it. This means to make sure that something is done, completed or taken care of. To make sure something is done, completed, or taken care of. For example, I'll see to it that your mother is well taken care of while you are gone. I'll see to it that your mother is well taken care of while you are gone. That means I'm going to make sure that your mother is well taken care of. And here's a second example sentence. See to it that you have the report ready for the meeting tomorrow. See to it that you have the report ready for the meeting tomorrow. That means make sure, be sure that you have the report ready for the meeting tomorrow. The next phrasal verb is to take after, to take after. And this can mean to resemble someone or something or to look like someone or something or to have the same characteristics of someone. And this usually is used to describe like the similarity between a parent and their child. For example, John sure does take after his father. John sure does take after his father. That means John could either maybe look a lot like his father. Perhaps John has a lot of the same, say, mannerisms or the way he acts is just like his father, the things he does, the things he says, how he says things, how he speaks, is just like his father. So that means John takes after his father. Here's another example sentence. She sure doesn't take after her mother. She is the exact opposite. She sure doesn't take after her mother. She is the exact opposite. So this is like the opposite of the first sentence. Someone cannot take after their parent. That means they are totally different or they are not like their parent. The next phrasal verb is to take out. This means to move something outside or to remove or receive money from a bank. For example, this is a question. Hey, can you please take out the garbage? It is starting to stink. Can you please take out the garbage? It is starting to stink. And stink just means to smell bad, have a bad, bad odor or a foul odor. The next example sentence is this. I need to take out a loan to pay for my college tuition this semester. I need to take out a loan to pay for my college tuition this semester. That means I need to receive or get some money from maybe a bank, 
so that I can pay for the cost of my college. The next phrasal verb is to think over or to think it over. To think over or to think it over. That means to consider something like whether you have a decision to make and what is the best thing that you need to do? What is the best decision that you should make? What is the best thing that you should do? For example, please think it over and let me know what you decide to do. Please think it over and let me know what you decide to do. Like, Please consider this carefully. The next example sentence is this. What's there to think over? It's a no-brainer. Or what is there to think over? It is a no-brainer. And this is a common expression. Say, for example, somebody is asking you something and you have a hard time deciding or making up your mind. And they think it's a very easy question to answer or something that you don't have to think about. So they say, hey, what's there to think over? Why do you need to think about it so much? It's a no-brainer. And it's a no-brainer means hey, you don't need to use your brain to think about this since it's so simple, it's so easy. It's a no-brainer. That means, hey, it's easy. You don't have to think about it. So again, what's there to think over or what's there to think about? It's a no-brainer. Like, for example, somebody says, hey, uh, I will pay for you to come to the United States. You can live uh, in the U.S. for three months with a family and you can learn and improve your English. And you tell them, I don't know. I need to think about it. And the person will say, hey, what's there to think over? That's a no brainer. That's simple. That's an easy question to answer. Sure. Take it. The next phrasal verb is to throw away. This means to dispose of or get rid of something. For example, I had to throw away everything in the refrigerator since all the food spoiled after the power went out. I had to throw away everything in the refrigerator since all the food spoiled after the power went out. Spoiled means like become rotten or become no good. It's not good to eat anymore. And the next example sentence is this. You're throwing your life away by hanging out with the wrong crowd. You're throwing your life away by hanging out with the wrong crowd. So here, throwing your life away means like you're not doing anything good with your life. You're, you're not doing the best thing with your life. Or maybe you're doing something that is bad for you or that is not going to help you. So we say you're throwing your life away by hanging out with the wrong crowd. That means by associating with the wrong type of people, the people that are not good for you, people that will get you or cause you to get into trouble. The next phrasal verb is to top off, to top off. And this means to fill something to the top. For example, somebody can ask you, say you go to a restaurant and you order some tea and your glass is almost empty. The waiter can come by and say, can I top off your tea? Can I top off your tea? That means, can I fill your glass back up to the top with some more tea? That means to top off. Or another example, I need to stop at the gas station and top off the gas tank. We have a long way to go. I need to stop at the gas station and top off the gas tank. 
we have a long way to go. That means I just need to fill up the gas tank with some more gas so we have enough gas to make it to where we need to go. And the last phrasal verb is to wait on, to wait on. This means to pass the time by sitting around until something happens or someone arrives. Or it can also mean to serve someone like in a restaurant. So again, it means to pass the time by sitting around until something happens or someone arrives. Or it also can mean to serve someone, like a waiter serves you in a restaurant or takes care of you, for example. I had to wait on the doctor to arrive before I could go into surgery. I had to wait on the doctor to arrive before I could go into surgery. And the second example sentence is this. I had to wait on the president's table today at at the restaurant. So this a waiter could be a friend of yours who is a waiter. And the president came to his restaurant and he was able to uh, serve the president. So he could say, I had to wait on the president's table today at at the restaurant. That means I was able to serve or provide service to the president's table today at the restaurant where I work at. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Learn Everyday English podcast, where we were going over some very common phrasal verbs. And I wanted to do this podcast because this is one of the most common questions that I get from people. And one of the things that they say they like to learn, but they find it very difficult and confusing. So I hope you like that. Let me hear what you thought about this episode. Did you know any of these phrasal verbs? Did you learn something? Also, if you have any questions for me, let me know or suggestions for specific topics you'd like me to discuss. And you can do that by, hey, go to the Learn Everyday English webpage. Go to the home page. At the bottom, there'll be a contact form. Just fill that out and send me a message and let me know what you think. Well, I think that's it for now. Hey, be sure to check out our upcoming episodes. And have a good day, week, wherever you are, whatever country you are. We got a lot of listeners. I think we're around six people listening in 60 countries. The podcast is doing very well. I'm very happy with it. And I hope you're enjoying it. Well, that's enough yakking for now, as we say. Yakking means to talk on and on. So have a good day. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later on Learn Everyday English. Hey, goodbye.